Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Tuesday, my friends. It is a good day to be alive, regardless of circumstances. It is a good day to get to wake up and be alive today. You are surrounded by blessings. You are surrounded by answered prayers, proof that God is for you, not against you. It is all around you. Look for it today. I'm here to help you get your day started right. Thank you for inviting me into your life today. Here we go. The title of this episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is Cancel Your Pity Party. Something has happened to you. Something unfair, something unfortunate, something you weren't prepared for. However, if you focus on what has happened to you here, you will lose sight of how God can now use this for your ultimate good. Honey, this is bigger than what went wrong for you. This is bigger than the plans that fell apart. This is bigger than the disappointment you have endured and the problem you have encountered. What is beyond this? The very wound you have experienced here can be used for God's goodness next. The part of you that was hurt the most is now the vessel for God's supreme power. In Acts chapter 27, we read that Paul was a prisoner on a ship that encountered a two-week-long storm, and God revealed to him in a dream that the ship would indeed go down, but none of them would die. Every one of them would survive this disaster. And maybe that's what you need to know right now. This storm isn't going away overnight. The very thing that is keeping you afloat right now is going to fall apart too. But you will survive. You will be saved. God has already declared you're going to make it through this. Now what God showed Paul was indeed the truth. The entire ship fell apart. Nothing but pieces were left. But every last sailor and prisoner on the boat made it safely to the shore of an island called Malta. That's great, okay? You're going to survive. The ship might go down, but you will not. However, that's not the only lesson God asked me to share with you today. There's more. Next chapter. Acts chapter 28, starting with verses 1 through 3, says, Once we were safe on shore, we learned that they were on the island of Malta. The people on the island were very kind to us. It was cold and rainy, so they built a fire on the shore to welcome us. As Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on the fire, a poisonous snake driven out by the heat, bit him on the hand. Well, doesn't that just suck? 
Now Paul isn't only a prisoner, he is a shipwrecked prisoner, and he is bit by a snake. Sometimes isn't that exactly how life feels? You make it through one thing, and here comes the next thing. If it weren't for bad luck, you wouldn't have any luck at all. Have you ever caught yourself making a list of everything that has gone wrong in the last two weeks of your life? First, the dishwasher stopped working, and then you broke the screen on your cell phone, and then the cat got sick, and now you lost your debit card, and your teenager is being a jack wagon. Why can't anything go right for you? And while you're having your pity party recounting all the ways life has been unfair, I want to remind you Paul has been falsely accused, arrested, and facing judgment. He has gone through a two-week storm at sea where they didn't eat the entire time, and then the ship sank, and now he's on some strange island, still as a prisoner, and he's bit by a poisonous snake. Okay. So his two weeks might suck more than yours. Sometimes don't you want to just ask why? Like, why did this happen? Why me? Why can't anything go right? Those are fair questions. And typically there's a really simple answer. Why did the snake bite Paul? Was it an attack of the devil? Was it an evil plot of hell to take him out? Well, actually, scripture tells us exactly why the snake bit Paul. It says the snake was driven out of the wood because of the heat of the fire. And that is completely natural. It's natural for a snake to come out of the fire. And it's also natural for a snake to bite anything they view as a threat. Paul was bit by the snake because that's what snakes naturally do. And maybe you can calm down for a second and see the whole world isn't stacked up against you, but maybe some natural things have happened here. When cell phones get dropped, they naturally break. Cars eventually have problems. That's natural. Teenagers experience hormones that turn them into beasts that you would rather eat than speak to. That's natural. Happened in my house. Probably going to happen in yours. Companies go through hard times and jobs come to an end. That's natural. People get hurt and they don't know how to heal their hurt. So they just go out and start hurting other people. That's natural. Our pets get sick. Human lives come to an end. Things change. And that's natural. However, never forget, as natural things happen, you are empowered by a supernatural God, and you don't have to respond the way normal people would. Hey, you are not normal. Cancel your pity party. Paul is bit by this poisonous snake naturally coming out of the fire, being all bitey and such, because that's what snakes naturally do. And that sucks, but what are you going to do? Are you going to throw a fit and declare that it's unfair? Are you going to question why you, when there were a whole lot of other worse people around the fire who could have gotten bit instead of you? Or will you do what Paul did in verse 5? 
But Paul shook off the snake into the fire and was unharmed. He shook off that snake. He shook off what he could have viewed as an unfair attack. He shook off the threat. He shook off the next thing piling on his list of everything that had gone wrong for him. He shook that off. Sis, instead of letting this pile up on you as another thing going wrong in your life, you've got to shake this off. Why? Because you're here on a mission. You've got a life only you can live and a purpose to fulfill. Don't let the natural unfoldings of life derail you and keep you stuck in overwhelm. Here's what happened next. Near the shore where we landed was an estate belonging to Publis. This is uh, uh, verses 7 through 10, okay? Publius, I think is his name, though, not Publis. Publix is our grocery store. No, Publius. Horrible name. If you're looking for a kid's name, that's not a good one. Starts with a P. I like P words. Mm, Publius. Yeah, not good. Okay, so near the shore where we landed was an estate belonging to Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us and treated us kindly for three days. And as it happened, Publius's father was ill with fever and dysentery. Paul went in and prayed for him and laying his hands on him, he healed him. And then all the other sick people on the island came and were healed. As a result, we were showered with honors. And when the time came to sail, people supplied us with everything we would need for the trip. So did you catch it? What did Paul use to heal these people? His hand. Yes, the very thing that had just been unfairly hurt. Paul went from having his hand bit by a snake to using that hand to heal people. The very thing that was hurt was now used for healing. And if Paul would have been sulking in a tent, recounting the story of how unfair his journey had been, worried about the next unfair thing coming his way, he would have missed his opportunity to use what had been hurt for God's healing power. Is God telling you he now wants you to use where you have been hurt? Is he prompting you to stop reliving how bad it was and offer it as a vessel for his power to flow through? What could happen in your life if you canceled your pity party and got on your praise party? Yeah, your praise prance is what I want to talk to you about. Your praise prance. You got to play a little bit of that old school Mary Mary song called Shackles. And prance out your praise. Take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. I just want to praise you. You see, your your praise has got to kind of have a prance to it. Like, look what God did in my life. What could happen in your life if instead of making a list of how unfair this is, you started making a list of all the ways God might want to use it for good next? What could happen in your life if instead of assuming everything goes wrong for you, you accept that some things are just natural? 
but you're empowered by a supernatural God who has good plans for your life, which reach beyond this problem. Ah, that could change your entire experience. That could turn your hurt into healing. That could turn your problem into a purpose. And that could turn your list of burdens into a list of blessings. Now notice what happens after Paul uses his snake bitten hand to heal people on the island. He was honored as his needs were met for what was next on his journey. If you will stop blaming everything and everyone else in bitterness and recognize not everything is an attack on you, sometimes things just naturally happen, then God can use that natural happening to create an opportunity for the supernatural next. The next step in your journey will be covered if you will be faithful to use your hurt for good here. Paul's snake-bitten hand was used for healing of everyone on the island where he was shipwrecked. What could God do with your wound right here in this mess you never planned for? I don't know, girl, but I bet it's going to be good. Won't you let him? You've got some stuff you need to shake off today. You've got some stuff you need to stop blaming everyone else for and just recognize that it's kind of natural. But you have a supernatural God. And he wants to use where you have been hurt for healing now, for something good now. And if you will be faithful with this, you will be provided everything you need for what's next on your journey. Isn't that so good? I mean, check out the story, Acts 27 and 28. Read through that today. It's really a beautiful story. I love it. All right. Hey, may I pray with you? Let's do it. Hey, God, good morning. Thank you so much for giving us a new day of life, God. Thank you for the reminder that some things are just natural and we don't have to blame anyone for natural unfoldings of life, but you are always here to show us how to use hurt and natural bad things happening for something good. And I pray that's exactly what we would do today, that we would use the very things in our lives that have been a place of hurt to help heal now, to unleash your supernatural power. I thank you, God, for the way that you're speaking to us, the way that you're moving. I'm so grateful for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you for everyone you've brought to hear this today. I lift them up to you right now, God. I pray that your spirit would just be moving and speaking in a way that maybe my words have failed today. I pray, God, for these families. I pray for your provision. I pray for your protections. Thank you so much for a day of life. Thank you for being with us and guiding us. Thank you for your good plans for us. It's in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ah, my friends, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a beautiful day and let's meet again tomorrow because tomorrow I have a very special Lent devotional for you. Tomorrow's the beginning of Lent. (laughs) We're gonna do it. All right, have a beautiful day. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. 
If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at BigLifeHQ.com. 